Hello and welcome to Latest United We Stand podcast in association with Betfred. We are at Old Trafford and it's a new season under a new manager. And if you're already spotting a bit of a pattern, I'll then add that we've had a positive pre-season, and, but we are struggling in the transfer window. Therefore, it is very familiar to the last Dutch manager that we had at Old Trafford. On today's podcast, I'm going to have a chat with the sellers pre and post match and get their mood and feelings going into the new season. I'm also going to catch up with a Brighton fan and a gentleman called John McCauley, who has sold Red Issue and United We Stand for many years now. I'm going to head to the ground now. It's 11 o'clock. When I drove past, there was plenty of people already at the ground and there seemed to be a good mood around the stadium, plenty already in pubs and drinking and Hopefully, you know, they won't be disappointed and the Groundhog Day won't extend to the result. It's post-match after another Manchester United defeat. Um, we got used to saying this last year and it is becoming a bit of a Groundhog Day. Um, very deflating today. Um, Brighton beat us by two goals to one. And after some post-match optimism, we're now back in the doom and gloom um, with our sellers. We've got Anthony Bloom, Stuart Edwards and John Ashton. Lads, um, I sense some optimism before the game, but we always knew this might happen, didn't we? That's what I felt. <laughs> Can't believe you're coming <laughs> to me first. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the better team won today. Yeah, yeah. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Better team collectively. They, they were they were head and shoulders above us, especially first half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could have been a lot more. I don't think we had a shot on target. I don't think first half. Um, disappointing. Obviously, you know, watched a couple of the, the games on, you know, in Australia on, on the tour, and it seemed a lot, a lot more energy and cohesive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay, but they, they are games against, you know, against the Palace game, the Villa game, Liverpool game, where they've only played maybe one game, and we've played two or three, so the fitness levels were a bit better and that other. But going into today, some players we'll talk about, I'm sure, some individuals. Yeah, yeah. But four or five players t- today have, have gone backwards almost since May. Blue, me, how are you feeling? You're not it's the most been... optimistic at the best of time, are you? <laughs> not like you. Um, yeah, just been transported until last season, really, haven't we? I'm, I have to. I said it on the way out. I reckon that first half was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Genuinely, there was just nothing about it. And after, like Stu said, looking at the tour games, you thought there would be. There was a bit of like, you know, bit. They were starting to grasp some of the ideas that he had, and I didn't see anything in that first half. John, I'm a bit worried about what's going to come out here, but um. I'm still buzzing off the, the Bangkok Cup a little bit, so it's you know it's, it's not too. I know it's took the shine off it a little bit that we've, we've got that, but um, I don't know. It's there was cautious optimism, and and I, and I say cautious because there's still you can see what he wants to try and do, but it's going to take time, and I think people are going to have to be patient. I think there's a lot of good players there, um, good players who, who can perform on certain occasions. But what makes good players into great ones is them performing every week. And that's a problem that you don't see with some of those players. There's no good being great on having odd days where you're great. You've got to do it week in, week out. Um, you know, and you can use people like the likes of Fernandez, Rashford, um, Sancho. You know, they can all have the days, but there's not enough of it, that consistency. Um, so, yeah, it's disappointing. And like, I, think, I think what Stu said there nailed it. I said, you can see him as a team for Brighton. You know, they've lost two players and someone's coming seamlessly and I think it's going to take time I think you're going to need to give the manager 12 to 18 months before you start seeing that sort of cohesiveness and everybody knowing what they need to do and, and everyone playing um, to his style but um, yeah there's not much to take out today unfortunately Only United could start a season with a new manager new hope without a fit centre forward yeah and you know we'll come on to that in a minute actually because um, the lineup 
I, I don't want to get at Ten Hag because you know he had a difficult decision. He's already got the Ronaldo conundrum to deal with. Um, you know, he's got. You know, I saw um, a lot of people complaining that he may start Alanga. Um, he's got Ganacho on the bench. Um, you know, just my view, but I would have liked to have seen a bit of that enthusiasm in, in um, Ganacho. Yeah. You know, just for a bit of optimism going forward, and because we are, we're short, aren't we? Yeah, I've expected at half time. I thought it was going to be different to all, all the other managers in terms of making subs on 60, 65 minutes. And okay, it eventually brought Ronaldo on after 52 minutes, was it? it? Was a bit of a strange one, but I honestly expected there to be two changes at half time, especially now you can make five subs as well. So I was a bit shocked when we come out second half and there's no change because easily three or four players could have easily have not come out that second half. I think people will give him a bit of a pass, but I thought the new players were terrible today. Ericsson was way off the pace. Martinez was lucky not to give a penalty away and yeah. got sucked a little bit a few times, I think. So I thought, you know, I thought that doesn't help that when obviously you've got old players who you're trying to bed back into some sort of consistency and your new players weren't great either. So yeah, I was a little bit surprised, like you said, that especially both of them lasted the entire game and I thought they were yeah, two of our worst players. And the, the thing that I'm when I, when I speak to the United fans, I. You know, it was never going to be the case that we were going to have a new eleven. You know, for the new season. But what I think is um, clear to me is is that we've not done enough in the transfer market. And you know, we all suspected that. But you know, looking at that first half, you know, we said they played absolutely terrible. And you know, not one player really could come out of that first half with his head held high. But what do we do? What are the positions which we just target primary, primarily? You know, because. You can't change, you know. You're not going to can't change your goalie, your defence, your midfield, and attack. You know yeah. what? What makes the biggest impact? Do you think um, sh- short term? I think yeah, the goals goals are what win your games of football. I mean, it's disappointing though, to concede two goals at home to Brighton today from from basically two chances. But yeah, you could I don't you could go through the team though because the weakest area of the pitch today was probably in the midfield. They, they had no control of the ball. You know, I've sat with you today, and, and I know you was less than impressed with McTominay and Fred. Um, I mean, I'm yeah, not a fan of them. You know, I, I'm. I've never been one that thinks they're great players, you know, but I always have thought, you know, they get a lot of stick because it's hard playing for Man United and they're, they're over-promoted. That's what my view, but I thought they really let themselves down in that first Yeah, time. but you could yeah. go through the team, you know, everyone's expecting a, a renaissance from Rashford. So everyone's thinking this is going to be Sancho's breakthrough season and again, he's, he's done the periphery of the game like he always seems to be. Um, yeah, he just he just didn't really work. Whatever he tried to, we had a good bright enough start. Didn't didn't score from our early chance, and and then they just fizzled out. And and in that last 20, 25 minutes of that first half, they they were played off the park. Um, there was a bit of a, at least they showed a bit of fight in the second half, but there was just a lack of creativity. And, and what about you two? Yeah, in terms of like short term and quickest fix that we can do. Well, I'm certainly ne- season, not yeah. Martial's biggest fan. I haven't been for for many of year, but it goes to show that. You know, again, on pre-season, he's he's done well and he scored goals and he was a bit of a target man, and that's exactly what we're missing today. But that's 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 the sad reality of where we're still stood here now. That the fact that Martial, who's been you know frozen out of the you know out of the team really over the last couple of seasons, and you know it's been loaned out and no one wanted him. Yeah, if he was fit, he would have played today. Now maybe the outcome would have been different. Maybe he would have scored. Who knows? But I mean, suppose that the the thing that's um, bugging me is though, you go on you go on Twitter and like they want. They want literally all those players sacking and quite rightly none of them can make a case to be part of um, United for the next five years but we're going to have to 
caught with at be. least half of them. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah. is what positions do you think are just the most well, important? I think, well, I think yeah. going back to what you've just said, I think one yeah. of the issues that they've had today is he's obviously been training them in this specific sort of way, in this specific sort of formation, and then he's come to the first game of the season and he's not been able to play the way he's been playing and training them all summer because yeah. you've because you've lost one player and it's had a massive hit and that's where numbers come in. If you lose one player and it has that much of an impact and it's that, this isn't Messi or, or Prime Ronaldo here. We're oh. talking about talking about Anthony Marcel who yeah. people didn't want. You've yeah. lost so, one player so and, and, it, and it's ruined the sort of dynamic of what he was trying to build in summer. Yeah, it's a sad situation, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Blue yeah. Mo. Where, who are you buying next week? What positions are you buying next week? Harry Kane. Who oh. needs to be out <laughs> okay. of that team next Saturday? No, I think um, midfield's a concern and obviously attack as well because you you just saw in the first half the same thing as last season they're passing it sideways they're trying to look for an opening that's a big concern for me um, I don't know whether he's going to get his main target um, might have to look at someone else potentially but they definitely need a striker they definitely need up front yeah, without, yeah, without yeah. question they need, yeah. they need people up front just to give them a bit of competition mm-hmm. as much as anything else as well yeah and you know the I, my my view is is that the midfield in first half, you know, it, it lost lost us everything in that first half. I think I don't think the forwards could get on the ball um, quick enough um, because the passes passes were so delayed or they didn't arrive at all. You know, we had like I think at half time I noted something like sixty two percent possession, and we did absolutely nothing with it. You know, they, <laughs> they can't the, the the pair of them two, they couldn't wriggle out of spaces or pass the ball forward. You know, they had multiple opportunities to do so. You know, I, I just thought that you know it it took the sting we, out of United. We yeah. used to have seven percent yeah. possession yeah. under Van Gaal, didn't we? Yeah. Look yeah. what happened there. It was no nil every game. I think Rashford as well today. Obviously, second half. I think he had two. I'd, I'd call them half chances on his left yeah. foot. But this is this again is someone who, who no nobody seems to know where. It, you know, how old is he now, Rashford? Twenty twenty-five. Yeah. And we, we don't know. We don't know where his best position is. He's not a centre forward. He's been playing on the left, so he can supposedly mm. cutting on the right. And today he's had two chances on his left foot, and well, we know what's happened. Um, should he, should he, one of them was an absolute sitter shoot. The, the one where was Ronaldo squared yeah, it across yeah. him. Yeah, he's, I mean, I was offside. It, it wasn't. Yeah, Ronaldo was offside. It wasn't it? offside though. It would have been given. Oh, was it? But yeah, it, it was flagged. Oh, okay. It would have been given. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a good save in fairness, but he should have scored. Right. How many managers he played under now, like, and they still don't know where he should be? Rashford, yeah, well, he it's made just... his debut under Ron Atkinson. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. He seems to have been here for <laughs> No, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm really disappointed with that midfield, and just a bit of optimism, you know. It can change very quickly, you know, you saw... You know, you saw the difference, like, Carrick made to United, like, one midfielder, what it yeah, can do to yeah. start linking play, and... You know, I saw it. You know, a season a couple of months ago, where a couple of years ago, where you know Liverpool ended up like six because they didn't have one player. You know, we we really need to just get that cohesion in the team. And yeah. it's um, to me, you know, when I try and narrow it down, you know, I can talk about the goalkeeper, I can talk mm. about the right back, I can talk about the, even the centre halves and um, strikers. You know, but I think the thing that would add the most, um, you know, would be that midfielder because we just can't pass the ball forward. Do you think, that, that's, anyone that's think is still an option? Well, he's a better option than anyone else. Availability-wise, yeah, yeah. he's still available, you'd think, wouldn't you? He played yesterday, but... I don't think it's any secret who he wants, though. And, no. it, you know, yeah. we've, we've, we've waited all summer for this now, and if we if we wasn't to get him now... The th- well, you know, about to say that yeah. this, this would be a, this just the most embarrassing yeah. disaster yeah. of all, yeah. especially on this, this new sort of regime. I mean, they have to get they have to get De Jong. It's as simple as that, or they're just going to look but foolish. Even if we get, we get De Jong tomorrow, we still need a number nine, don't we? Yeah. And that's probably not going to happen in the next 20 days. Well, apparently we've bid today. Um, sorry, in the Athletic for Marco 
an ounce of it. Oh, Eight yeah. million, yeah. 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 So, okay. I don't know what your thoughts Thanks are on that. Yeah. 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 Stoke Royston. Yeah. 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 From Fulham. Knows where the net is. Doing it again yesterday against our Scousers. Didn't he score like four last time they were up or something? That would have made him about half third out of score last season. He's got half his season total. He'd score 24 in the city side, wouldn't he? Yeah, probably. Anybody would. I think I would. Ronaldo would. No, right, so, okay, very deflating game. Um, is there any reason for optimism at all? You know, has, has it been suckered out of us completely? I had some already? decent conversations with Brighton fans, to be fair. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting on this area. So some, some they're, not, they're not the worst bunch of fans. No, they're, no, no, they're, they're quite two, pleasant. Two, they're weirdly pleasant, aren't they? They're probably not, not quite fit. No, two of them genuinely yeah, bought them back. I'm, I'm really, you know, I said they enjoyed it over the last few seasons. So, so that was good to hear. Yeah, yeah I had a few by them, I got, so they're all right. Yeah. But, um, and we got outplayed by them, unfortunately. So. Well, they're a really good team, aren't they? Yeah. That's, that's like it. The manager, it? There's, there's no that's superstars, have they? Yeah. Just... He's just done very, very unfortunate. He looks like he does, and he's called Graham Potter otherwise. There'd be, <laughs> there'd be people crawling over him to get him. It's just... Yeah, but there's no standout. There's a couple, obviously, you'd probably say stand-up. The forward players, Trossard on his day, mm. uh, you know, Marsh, but... Apart from that, you know, they, like I said, everyone calls, you know, the likes of Dunk and what's he called at the back, the other centre half, they're both six foot four. Slam. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you wouldn't probably go and rate any of them as being, like, you know, worth over 30 million. Mate, I'd swap Welbeck for Sancho tomorrow, again. Well, that's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? Howard's Welbeck now, 30. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, collectively, again, a bit like Leicester maybe six, seven years ago. Right, John, I'm going to give you an hour time now. So, you mentioned that we need goals and, you know, you've spent... The last best part of 14 months slagging Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> so what, what do we do in that situation now? Get rid of him. Listen, I'd probably get rid of Ronaldo and bring no one in if that was the only option. <laughs> um, I just think the club needs to move on. Um, he's obviously not the answer, he's not the future. Um, I, d I don't know who who's out there, I don't know who's available. Um, Marco <laughs> The two best young strikers in world football have been snapped up by our rivals to make things worse. I mean, the soccer, this kid from, um, is it Sesco? From, oh, Salzburg. I, I, yeah, from Salzburg. I, I, there's got to be somebody out there, aren't there? I mean, that's what people are paid stupid amounts of money for to scout them. So um, I don't even like watching United, let alone watching anyone else. So <laughs> I'm the wrong person to ask who, who we should bring in. Harry Kane. Yeah, that's not going to happen, though, is it? Really Why not? Because he'd be mantled today. Depends how much we're paying him. No, um, yeah, it has been a really deflating day, and um, hopefully we can get back to some winning ways against Brentford. Um, any of you going? No. No. Now nah, ticket. Yeah, so I've not been. Yeah. Sprung, the only ground in the Premier League I've not been to Brentford, is it? I just can't be asked. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice optimism there, Blue. Yeah. Is there an international break coming up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> World Cup's in three months. <laughs> it's a good idea for parents to install ExpressVPN on their kids' devices. Like, you wouldn't let your kids walk home from school without telling them not to talk to strangers or get into any windowless vans. So why would you let them go online without using ExpressVPN? Why does every family need a VPN? Well, every device, phones, computers, tablets, has got a unique IP address, which is like an internet phone number, and it reveals personal information about you, like where you live. It's a simple way for a stranger online to find your IP address. If you've ever clicked on a sketchy link or opened an email with a bugged image, your IP address could be exposed. Who knows what kind of people could physically track 
you down using your IP address. ExpressVPN is an app that hides your real IP address and replaces it with a dummy one. It keeps you safe and private. It's really easy to use. Just download the ExpressVPN app on your phone or computer, tap one button and turn it on, and then you're protected straight away. It's really easy to figure out. Well, I can do it, anybody can. And here's a cool part about ExpressVPN. They let you choose what country you want your IP address to look like it's coming from. This is really useful for services like Netflix and Disney Plus because they give you different shows depending on what country you live in. You can switch your countries, you get hundreds of extra shows for free. So you can secure your family's online activity and unlock loads of new shows by visiting expressvpm.com forward slash united. Use our link and you can get three months extra for absolutely nothing. That's expressvpn.com forward slash united. Go to expressvpn.com forward slash united to learn more. And this is what it was like pre-match outside Old Trafford. With me, I've got Aaron and Phil. Um, you travel from Brighton today, lads? No, actually, I travel from Wales and he's travel from Accrington. I, I, I live in Accrington. All right, I'll tell us about Brighton then. How have you come to support them? Well, it's, uh, I used to live down in Brighton, yeah. in Crawley. And uh, I got to about 19, whenever. Yeah. And uh, I went to my first game in 1975. Uh, I went down when they played, um, when they got knocked out of the FA Cup by Walton and Ersham and Leverhead. And, and right. it just uh, went on from there. Did you go to the 83 final? I went to the 83 final. Yeah. I've, been to, I've been to Millennium where Leo Knight scored the winning goal. I've been to, um, well, I've been everywhere with Brian. So you've had three grounds in your time as well? Three, right. yeah. Uh, we had uh, Goldstone. the Goldstone ground, that was the best ground in the world, with Dean, yeah. and okay. we got uh, MX now, we're in Gillingham, that was, I didn't go to Gillingham, yeah. and I've, I've said to them, I'm not going. I go to away games, but I didn't go to Gillingham. So. What's your um, favourite Brighton memory then? In, in 1979, going to Newcastle, and we had to win to go up. And we beat Newcastle 3-1 that day. At Newcastle well. At Newcastle ground. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a brilliant day out. So you must be pretty happy with how things are going at the moment and the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, really great. Really what are happy. your expectations considering you might have lost a few players, you know? Uh, I, I, I think mid-table again. I'd mid-table say mid-table, again. yeah. After, la- after last season's uh, getting ninth, I think if we won a couple more games, we could have got in the Europa Champions League. Yeah, Although I mean, the Europa yeah, League, uh, uh, league. Yeah. but yeah. it didn't work out. We had a good, good run in. We, you know, beating Man United four 0 was a good, a good result. But yeah, I mean, from an outside looking in, um, you know, I was, I was um, really impressed with a lot of Brighton stuff. I watched a lot of games where they just couldn't get a breakthrough, but they dominated a lot of teams as well. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. it's not unrealistic to say they could have had twelve to fifteen points more last year. It's that final yeah. third, isn't it? There was just yeah. no. There was no like out and out striker that could just put the ball in the back of the net. Like you, you, you try and you try and put it on like a, a winger. It's, it's, it's just not his job. Yeah, like, it's, I think, it's just I think um, when we got Danny Welbeck, you you could see Premiership class in Welbeck. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. I know he's had injuries. Yeah. you know, but you could see it where the way he he, he took the player away and it, you know it, he is a good. He, I tell you, if he was about 24, 25, he'd be a good player. I know he was a good player here, but then he didn't give him the chance 
he had his injuries yeah. and he went to Arsenal, Watford. All right, give him his due. Graham Potter's given him a chance and he's taking it. Yeah. Yeah, so another another question now. So as an outsider, what's your thoughts on Manchester United as a club and where they're heading? Um, personally, I, I we're like speaking to a guy in the in the Tesco that we're by. Um, it, I think it's more of because United have been so successful, like without a doubt, yeah. they're expecting that straight away. But obviously, it's going to take time. Yeah. Um, it's like look at Brighton. We've been waiting to get back in the in the Prem for years. Yeah, yeah. Since '83, actually, was it '83? I got relegated in Norwich. I went to the game. I, I don't yeah. remember much about it because I was I was three parts feet under the wind because I was awake for the big day the following week. <laughs> you know, and it was like a roller coaster. You know, we had the we had the FA Cup run, and but the FA Cup run never. And materialise into the league where if I went and we won a couple of games in that league I went we would have stayed in there but we got relegated and we went down and down and down but United I don't know I think I think it's a I think it's a time thing you've just got to wait yeah. it's I, definitely I, just got to be all right. patience they, they, they rely on Ronaldo too much but then alright he has got class but he's not the answer no he, I, you know he, he's at age where you're thinking, hold on a minute, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be banging in 21 goals well, like he did last year. It boils down to the uh, the saying, isn't there? There's no, there's no I in team. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a team's game, so they can't just rely on someone like Ronaldo. You've got to collectively, as a team, come together and become what you are. And I think, you know, the, the standards he's got throughout his career as well, you know, I do think it's um, it must be difficult for him because he's not one that comes in and gets you to, as you're fighting for top four. He's the one that you want... You know, when you are when you t- when ten out of eleven are already sorted, and he's just the cherry in it at the moment. Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. that's the way we need to be. But I'm glad you said that about time as well, because you know I'm around the ground now. The end of last season was a horrible atmosphere, but I'm sensing some optimism. But if we don't get a win today, then that could easily be undone straight away. So I'm glad you said about the time as well. But I, so think, yeah. I think they've got to give him time. Yeah. And no good saying, oh well, yeah, oh we're bringing from uh, the Dutch league. All right, he's won the Dutch league with Ajax. But the Dutch football is totally different to what yeah. our football is. Our yeah. football is totally different. Yeah. You know, it's same as the German. You got you got the Bayern Munich. You had that uh, Luganowski, whatever his name. He's yeah. gone to he's gone to Barcelona. He was, they were the only one man team. They were banging in gold. Now you've got the blokes going down to the other end of the uh, uh, Harlem's gone to City. Yeah. You know, and and all they're all all, all all the teams that do all the players that will come from these are the teams that have been smashed at are going to find it hard in the Prem. Yeah, it's just it's just as it is. The, the think, Prem's the hardest league in the world. I think all right. He's got the butcher from from Amsterdam or whatever they call. Him, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. And they got that. They got that other bloke. But then well, what's going to happen to Juan? I thought Juan the Saka was was the, the best thing. For, but he's got out of favour. You 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 you're all right. You had to get rid of Deadwood. You still got Phil Jones there. Yeah, the yeah, used yeah. to play for Blackburn. I saw him play for Blackburn, and, and he's still he's still there. And that's the problem with having so many managers and different styles of football as well, because what one might what might suit one doesn't necessarily suit the next, and then you've got his players to get rid of before you can get the others in. So it is. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it just seems, belt, it just yeah. seems United. Oh, there's a load of money. Just go and get who you want. Yeah. But it's not like I don't think it should be like that. No. You know, we we can't afford 60, 70 million pound players. You know, I, I know the top six can do what they like. They, you know, you've got three leagues in the Premiership. You've got top, middle, and bottom. Yeah. Same as like when they, they used to have that thing on, on um, television with Dal, uh, what was his name, Dal Winton. They used to do that uh, stop spot. <laughs> I know which one you mean. Yeah, yeah. but then, that's it. You know, if you if, if you have a bad start, you lose three games on a trot, you're on catch up. No. 
you know. But if you if you start winning and you get the main then you'll be all right. We it, won't. All, it all boils yeah. down to with morale. Like I think once once things start going south at, at United, very it's, hard club to play. Yeah, for it's, when it's going badly. Once yeah. it's going bad, like yeah. that's it. The morale in the team's crap. Yeah. Morale with the fans are rubbish, you just, and things are just not clicking. But it's it's one of them. I think. To be honest, I think what happened last season to United are going to be good for them in, in the yeah. long run because you're kind of going to understand that you can't have your cake and eat it. No. It, it like things like this are going to happen. Like you missed out on Champions League. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's a big thing. So last two questions then. So how highly do you rate your manager? I I give him 10, 11 actually, eleven yeah, out of yeah, ten. Yeah. I, th- I think he's yeah. fantastic. He's, he's he's come in. He's he's yeah. done a great job. Fair, it's, it's the same. Um, it's the same as before. We've had to give him time. Yeah, you know he's needed to change the philosophy of Brighton, uh, and you know, I think he's done that pretty well. Yeah, we obviously we did rely on some players last season, but even when they were you know injured and they were sidelined, we still had that quality there because we just we have a, a formation and we know yeah. what's what and who's doing who. So the system. I, and yeah, I, yeah, I think he's. I think he's fantastic. Are you worried about him getting poached? Yes and no, but if, if he does, it's, it's one of them. He deserves it. Yeah, like, yeah. He deserve, I think he deserves a top six team. I think some, sometimes he makes some strange decisions, and sometimes I'm thinking, where when you go on the website, like they say, "Oh, what's this formation?" And then sometimes you think, "Oh, it did work. He has worked." Can <laughs> we beat Tottenham? Yeah. We beat New. We beat Arsenal. We beat. Uh, I went to Wolverhampton Wanderers. We smashed Wolverhampton Wanderers. We yeah. absolutely smashed them. Well, my dad used to moan about Alex Ferguson, so you know. Yeah, but the trouble is, <laughs> but it's, and it's, 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 it's these yeah. managers that take a risk. The, the, yeah. Like with Fergie, he took such a risk. When, from when Fergie, left, when Fergie left here, they, when they, they said well, David Miles, oh no, he ain't gonna. They didn't give him a chance, right? No. Now they were gonna think, oh, he's gonna smack this, smack that, win this, win that. Every trophy was gonna be hanging off the. But it didn't happen. No, no, no. it didn't happen because everybody thought, oh, we're gonna win the league again, we're gonna run away with this, and it didn't, and it hasn't, and it hasn't happened. Yeah. Right, lastly then, can I get a sc- score prediction for today? I'll be happy with a draw. 2-1 Brighton. 2-1 Brighton. Last minute winner. Oh, thanks lads, absolute pleasure. No, Cheers sorry. for your time. No, nice. Take Thank care. You. Nice you. Have a good day. Yeah. With me, I've got the United We Stand sellers, Anthony Bloom, John Ashton and Stu Edwards. Um, what have you been up to, lads, this summer? I've had a great summer. Um, been to Ibiza. Yeah. Been to Paris. With a wife, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. A good two yeah. long weekends. Uh, so, I mean, we're here now in August. All hopeful, aren't we? Yeah. For a new season. Yeah, definitely. John? Yeah. Um, cautious optimism, I think. Um, like what we've seen so far in pre-season. So the Ronaldo saga's going on, but we're not going to come to No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not starting you We're not going to start. Yeah, you know, we're all, <laughs> the sun's out. We're all happy. We're all delighted to be back. So, yeah, um, like I said, cautious optimism. I think it's going to be, you know, I think there's going to be a good side finish this six this year. So it's going to be, it's going to be difficult to get what we want to do. But I, I think we're going to head in the right direction. What have you been doing, fishing? You like your fishing? It's a little you? bit of fishing, camping. Yeah, yeah. been a bit, bit of a wild summer. Yeah, um, yeah. Little one's birthday the other day, so house full of five-year-olds and things like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, got two just, kits. Didn't just you glad, know? glad, <laughs> yeah, two new kits as well for him, and then got caught speeding doing forty-five miles on the way home. So um, it's cost me, about, it's cost me about two hundred and twenty quid for two kits. We could have got a couple of signed ones, I think. Believe me. Yeah, been a nice summer. Been Greece, Edinburgh, been all over really. Uh, now we're back to the grind again, aren't we? But um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it to be honest. I like like what I've seen in pre-season so far. Um, seems to have gotten 
in the ground running a bit. So hopefully. Well, that's where I'm at really because I'm I feel really optimistic about the the manager. Um, you know what he's trying to do with the team, uh, and I, I, you know I'm of the view that it'll take time. Um, I understand that with there's still quite a lot of holes in that squad, um, so that is one reason you know to to worry. Where where are you at in terms of like? You know, optimism and balancing that with the lack of signings. Yeah, uh, we are a bit short. He's, I mean, he's, I mean, if we got rid of eight, was it in the, in yeah. the window? So we do, I would like to see a couple more in. Um, but like, like he said the other day, we, you just can't get people in willy nilly like we have done in the last few years. So he where needs are you to be the ones he yeah. wants. Where are you at with that, John? Because, you know, <coughs> you can buy. <coughs> certain players you can move on to your second third targets but isn't that what we've done wrong in the past yeah I think so I think there's an attitude of let's sign better than we've got kind of thing and then what which is great to a point but then what you end up doing is stuck with people on five year contracts who are then not good enough to take you to sort of the next level so I think they've got to be players who not only improve us but you know will be able to be developed into ones that can be top players in terms of winning trophies so I think it's right to wait for the correct players I know that's going to it's going to piss a few supporters off, um, but I think it, it has to be a bit of a waiting game. I think people are going to have to be patient. Um, and what I'm, I'm more looking forward to seeing, which we saw glimpses of in the summer, is how much he develops and gets some of our players back to the best. Because let's not forget, we've got some good, you know, people. You tend to think that your players are only as good as the last season, but you know, your players like Rashford, Fernandez, you know, there's great players in there somewhere. And if the if the manager can get the most out of them. Um, that that'd be where I'm, I'm more keen to see um, see what he can do. But yeah, obviously, obviously, if it, I think we definitely need another forward player in, um, and obviously the De Jong stuff's dragging on and on. But um, yeah, and like you mentioned there as well, I don't think there's any anybody in our squad that probably won't improve on last season as well because it it was the really was the worst of the worst, weren't it? Yeah, Stu- yeah no, I totally agree with what you've just yeah. both said. You, there's at least easily 10-15 percent you can get out of every player from last season. And the season before that, and the season before that, the ones who've been here, you know, hanging around. Um, transfers, they bore me. Transfer window, it bores me. I switched off for six weeks. I don't read anything anymore. I've done it for years. I just, it really, really just grates on me, you know, Sky Sports, reading this, reading that. We always seem to be, you know, the last to do anything, you know, over the last couple of years. Obviously, COVID was a little bit different situation, but, you know, City Liverpool tend to get their business done, you know, in June, July, ready for pre season, and we're, like, you know, still chasing players on the 30th of August and all that bollocks, really. Um, but in terms of this season, obviously, again, you've got, you know, some young lads who have come through from the youth team who are going to be pushing, hopefully. Who knows? We might go out on loan, we might hang around for maybe the first couple of weeks of the season. But this season, with the World Cup being slapped, you know, right in the middle of the, of the season, that that's going to probably have an effect or it probably it is having an effect on some players making a move because before we know it you know we're three months into the season and if those players who are wherever they're playing at the moment if you know guaranteed a start for example and comfortable in you know playing playing okay you know they're going to be thinking about the country and you know the, the, the place in the World Cup squad sort of thing so there's, there's that to contend with as well obviously you know January is never going to really bring anyone in so if something, something doesn't happen in the next couple of weeks and again I agree we don't want third fourth choices uh, I'd rather go with what we've got let's try and you know obviously go for top four it's going to be difficult Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea they're all going to be vying for that same spot but it might just be that you know bedded in season and go again next summer. Yeah, and you know, with regards to today, I'm already sensing quite a big game um, because, you know, I'm worried that, you know, an unfavourable result today, and you know, all the, um, you know, the, the holes will start reopening again, and you know, the, the negativity will set in, yeah. which is a really bad thing. But 
you know, can, can we get a result today? Do you, are you confident? That, that's the absolute last thing that needs to happen, obviously. Unless we get beat 4-0, then, you know, you'd, you could understand it a little bit. But, you know, whatever happens today, really, you just want, you know, whoever plays... You know, whoever starts, whoever comes on, you want to see you know a bit, bit of passion, a bit of pride in the shirt, and a bit of you know togetherness really. Um, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm sure we're going to mention Ronaldo at some point. You know, that's with that going on again and all the you know again the rumours and the stories about the dressing room and does he want a beer and does he not want a beer and did he leave the ground early? He wasn't the only one who left the ground early. You know, last week in, in the pre <laughs> it's, it's like absolute not. It's just a circus again, isn't it? So we'll see what happens today. You know, I'm sure Ronaldo will probably start. He's going to have to start by the looks of it you know the fans will you know sing his name and whatever but you know long term who knows you two what what are you thinking today I don't think it'll be an easy game they they, they mean they battered us didn't they at the end of last season but things are going to change I know they've lost a couple of players haven't they Um, arguably they're two best players I don't don't know who they've brought in Um, but he always has them playing good football don't he and they're they're, they're difficult to play against quite high intensity so you certainly got to match it I'm just looking forward to seeing because we have have done well in pre-season but again they are just pre-season games but I'm just looking forward to seeing us sort of put our stamp on games a little bit in terms of how he likes to play you know they're a lot higher up the pitch aren't they they're a lot you know a lot more uh, intensity there's a lot more pace a lot more a lot more a lot more sort of closing down and things like that so that's the big thing I'm looking for today is just to see that you know you, you can see that bit of an identity sort of developing yeah I just want us to control the game really so because we don't see that often with United so yeah it's not going to be it's, it's not going to be Easy, because even yeah. though they've lost two of the best players, but because I, I do rate him as a manager, actually he's pretty decent. But uh, I still fancy us to get a result. I'm confident. What does a ginger cat yeah. mean? <laughs> I don't know. A, a black so, cat. Instead of looking at it, what does a, a ginger one just walk past? What does that mean? I don't know. God knows, mate. Make up some. <laughs> we're going to win three 0 Three one, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, well, sun's out anyway. First eight game of the season. There's always a real good mood about. Let's hope that that continues um, throughout the season because it did get really negative last season. And you know that March, April, May last year, you know it's probably the worst um, atmosphere I've, I've mm. experienced around Old Trafford. But it does. It feels um, good again. The sun's out. You know, everybody seems optimistic from what I've spoke to, so let's see how it goes. Thanks, everyone. With me, I've got John McCauley, or as he's affectionately known by Plymouth fans, Super John McCauley. Um, John, um, you've become a bit of a fanzine gun for hire in more modern times. Tell us about how you started supporting United. Uh, God, going back a long way, probably 1983. Uh, my uncles uh, took me to watch United, and it was a nil-nil draw against Norwich. And now anyone can get addicted to Man United after a nil-nil draw against Norwich, I do not know. But I think it was as a six-year-old walking into the stadium and seeing a load of grown men behaving like children. It was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Never seen anything like it. And uh, you're hooked, aren't you? Once you're in, you're in. And How old was you then, then? Uh, probably six or seven, something like six, that. Seven. Yeah. When did you progress, you know, going with your own mates? Uh, probably about 1990. So I, I was really lucky in terms of when I was born and, and United, because obviously the 90s was the, the golden era, wasn't yeah. it? And I did my first away game, I think, Notts Forest away. As a 15-year-old on the on the straight members bus. Is that uh, a famous FA Cup game? No, it no, wasn't. It was a no. league game. It was boring. I think uh, I think Clayton Blackmore scored in a one-all draw. Um, so again, why you get hooked on away games after that, I do not know. But um, but yeah, you know, once you once you start going with your mates, uh, the buzz is there, and you get to travel the UK, you get to travel Europe, and and yeah, you, it's a way of life, isn't it? You meet loads of pals and have a great time. Yeah, definitely. So. 
you, you mentioned the coach there. What was that? What was the arrangement there then? Uh, well, in the early days, you used to get the straight members coach, so you used to like uh, book it off Man United officially. Yeah. Um, you know, it was all there was no misbehaving on them coaches. But then, as you got a bit older. Um, United we standing red issue started running a coach so I thought I'd be brave and get on that one and then you meet all the reprobates on there and, and the rest is history So along with your pal Anthony Murphy then are you the only person that sold for every fanzine? Uh, I've never done Red News, to, oh, to be honest. Yes, no, if, no. if you're listening, Barney, my <laughs> rates are very competitive. <laughs> no, that's great. So you, in more modern times, obviously, like um, most people, you know, does kind of diminish a little bit. You're still coming to Old Trafford every game. I mean, what, what's your views on the current club and does it, are you disappointed um, by it or how, how does it make you feel? It's just a very different product, I think, to what, what I grew up on. Um, you know, it... it Particularly even in the 90s when we were dead successful, it, sometimes the 90 minutes would be a distraction from the yeah, day out yeah. with your mates. And, yeah. and uh, I've got very little connection with the actual running of the club nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's very commercialised. Um, it's just it's just a very different product. Like it is, you know, the, the, the people who go to the game are very different to the people who go to the game. And I went, and a lot of the lads I went with simply don't go anymore. You know, it's uh, so selling the fanzine is great for me. It keeps my hand in it keep I see a load of, there's still plenty of people who do go yeah. and, and selling a fanzine outside for three hours you get to meet all the old pe- pe- faces and it keep, keeps my hand in with a, a very important part of my life really well, the thing that you know I'm curious about is as well you've got your own kids and when you're at that stage now what, what do you expect for your own kids you know will you bring them will you you know yeah. perhaps look at lower league or what, what's the situation good question now? I mean my, my kids my eldest is five so he's still a bit young I think I think you've got to be like able to sit still for 90 minutes yeah, yeah, which yeah. He, he's clearly not capable of yeah. um, you know but already at home he, he's, he's all about Ronaldo and yeah. Fernandes and he, he really he's got the bug already I think he, he wants to kick a ball about I'm, to be honest I, I, as much as I had a great time I'd, I'd love him to play football more yeah, than yeah, watch yeah. it yeah. Um, you know there's nothing wrong with watching it but I'll wait until he's a little bit older and I think I think when he gets a bit older that'll probably be the, the hook that pulls me back into Old Trafford a bit more yeah definitely so new season um, sun's out at Old Trafford in August I can feel a bit of optimism around um, I'd say maybe 7, 8 out of 10 um, do you expect it to get any better than that as the season goes on or do you think this is the peak <laughs> I think I think a lot of it depends on the results today really I think um, if it's all about 10 Hag isn't it because the playing personnel hasn't really changed massively if anything it, you could say it's diminished a little bit since last year but I'm not overly phased by that because I think it's about the culture that yeah. you know that's the problem at United uh, if Ten Hag uh, gets off to a good start then I, then I think I think um, you know we could be in for a decent season I don't think we'll be competing right at the top but um, you know I think I think certainly a lot but I don't think it can be much worse than last year really it was depressing at times the football was terrible to watch the players down tools like it'd have to be really bad to be worse than that um, but it's United to so never say never <laughs> yeah you've got your factor 50 on in 19 degrees yeah, on your, Jesus, yeah. yeah. I was born on the North Pole mate so uh, <laughs> strawberry blonde any, anything yeah. above uh, 10 degrees and I start sweating no cheers John and have a good day pal thanks mate yeah. Well, that's it for today. Um, really appreciate everyone that bought the mag. It's a really good mag with um, four-page gutter snipe, actually, with a lot of um, key information on what's going on at United at the moment. Um, there's also a lot of breakdown on Eric Ten Hag's tactics. Um, it sounds better in the mag than it looked today, but, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll um, take the positives. We're playing ball today. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're playing only ball today, yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, um, thanks to everyone that bought it. Um, we will be back against Liverpool. Um which, you know, already is looking pretty daunting, uh, I, I imagine. So, yeah, thanks, everyone. Um, 
enjoy your weekend, the rest of your weekend. <laughs> Thanks. Good work, lads.